I'm a daughter, wife, mother, friend, and creative business leader. Welcome to the podcast, Leading the Convo. I'm your host, Vera Jones. I began my sales journey over 25 years ago that began in retail, transitioned into the spa salon world, and now I help develop business for other leaders in the real estate industry. In this podcast, you'll listen to business owners, entrepreneurs, healers, teachers, thought leaders, and many more share how they are leading the way through conversation in their world. How do you ignite an idea and turn it into something real? You begin by leading the convo. Right, here we go. Here is my first podcast. I have Bethany Nelson here, realtor extraordinaire, a lady leader that is leading the way in pretty much in everything she does. And so welcome, Bethany. Thank you. Bethany, yay. Okay, here. So this is my first podcast that I'm recording. So I want to record it on... um, on another platform, my YouTube as well. So awesome. um, when you see this video and you listen to this podcast, you're gonna see like kind of like a hot mess of what I'm doing right now, but who cares? Like, yeah, it is what it is. Okay, so I started this. It's going to be entitled Leading the Combo because I'm all about leading the conversation in pretty much everything I do, mm-hmm. whether it be projects, whether it be family, whether it be anything, yeah. anything I do. And so I wanted to invite you on to the podcast because I learned so much from you, whether it be like, you know, personally or business or watching you on Facebook, you've got such an amazing following and you've got such amazing, great like content and education that you teach from the heart. And I really appreciate that. And so I want to share that with everyone I know, because I know someone out there that they are just at least like one conversation or one podcast or one reading or one Instagram post away from getting expired, er, in, inspired, not expired, yeah, <laughs> in, inspired yeah. to reaching that next level. Yeah. So I, I love that. And I love that you're doing this because I think we are one conversation away or one podcast or to your point, really like one choice away from changing the trajectory of any area of our life. Um, so I'm excited to, to talk to you about yeah, that today. Most definitely. So, so I, I want to kind of ask you since you tell, tell us a little bit about kind of like how you started mm-hmm. and your rise into where you are right now and some of the challenges that you may have had <laughs> as, you know, a business owner, a business leader, a mm-hmm. woman, whatever, yeah. something that you want to share with us today. You know, a topic that's really on my heart right now is two things. One, just the way that we see ourselves and almost this idea of self-love. I think on the journey to being the best version of ourself, we can often be so hard on like where we are right now and remembering that it's not, it's a journey. And that sometimes when one area of your life is doing really well, another area of your life might sacrifice. You can't excel at everything at the same time. Um, And so there's grace in that. And then I think the other thing that um, I've really been focused on is like a money mindset. So I actually, I don't know if you know this, I grew up a missionary kid. So I lived in a third world country. No, I did not know that. Yeah. So, So for me, when I started making really good money in my 20s, I was very uncomfortable with money. I just, one, it was not something my family talked about. Um... 
if it was talked about, it was maybe in a, in a sense of lack. We just didn't have a lot or that the people around us didn't have a lot when we were overseas. And so this feeling of like the guilt of having money was so yeah. strong yeah. that I just started giving it away. And I would just be super stupid with my money, even though it was like coming in and I was hitting financial goals that I had for myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I mean, those are the two things that I've really been focused on and learning a lot about um, the last couple of years. Like the money mindset. That's really important because I was actually just listening to this other podcast and it talked at Mind Valley and mm. it talked about how we have certain judgments and with that judgment behind it, there's another blockage supporting that judgment. Yeah. And so with that money mindset, that money blockage, like there's so, there's 10 other things that are supporting it. And to be able to break through it is to actually initially have awareness for mm -hmm. it. So as far as like what you're doing with um, the money mindset, like group, like tell us mm -hmm. a little bit about that, like your project there. Yeah. So as I started sharing very publicly about um, some of the financial things that I've overcome. So one thing is being self-employed, so I'm in real estate, um, you know, you're paid a 1099, so the taxes are not taken out for you. You are supposed to be running your business like a business person, meaning you put taxes aside and you pay the IRS, whether it's quarterly or annually. I mean, some people do it monthly. Yeah, that's called being responsible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, years 13, 14, 15, and 16 of taxes, it was 2017, um, and I had not, or I'm sorry, it was 2016, and I was looking at this box in my closet that had three years of um, 1099s and receipts and all this information that was supposed to be put into a nice bookkeeping format, and then, you know, taxes filed, and it hadn't been done. And so I finally got to this place of realizing, Bethany, this isn't going to go away. Yeah. And I think a lot of us have these gray boxes Yes. In an area of their life, whether it's money, whether it's like I've been dealing with even just like health. And so we all have this great bo gray box in something where it's I'll deal with it another day. I don't have the energy for it today. I don't have the money for it today. I don't have the time for it today. And so as I started sharing about my story um, after it was done, because I think sharing about it during is sometimes even hard because you're like in the mess. Yes. And you can't even see where you're going sometimes. Right. Yeah. You're so, in the storm. Yeah. In the storm. It, totally. So when I got to the other side, being able to kind of start sharing it, and first it was just in conversation, then it was like in office meetings, and then quickly it became something where I was even posting on, on Facebook about it. And the amount of messages I got specifically from women that were like, I don't understand money. I need help. And so I created this Facebook group um, called Financial Rain where women cheer each other on financially, which I almost feel like is the most un... Like, it's just not the way that I feel like people handle money these days. Right. Like, I feel like yeah. money is such a private thing for yeah. most people. Yeah. Um, where there's masterminding, there's encouragement. Um, it's really a positive group where people are cheering each other on to make the tough choices like how often do we go on Instagram and it's like oh that person got a new Louis Vuitton that's so cute right. I want one yeah and not that I'm saying that that's bad but in this group instead it's more of a hey I decided not to go spend money on that today and I paid off x amount on a credit card right and then yeah. cheering people on towards decisions that in the moment do not feel glamorous 
I I am very I'm just really very impressed with the whole idea, the concept, the project, and how you put it into into action. It's really powerful because you know being being a woman and being in business, you already have the energy of like competition. Yeah. There's a natural competition energy that just is in it. And so like you're basically doing the opposite. Like you are just breaking through and you're just saying, hey, I'm here. Let's all share. Like I had this experience. If you have an experience that you need to help with and you want to share that as well, mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. So like that is kick ass leading the Thank convo. You. So what now? Like what is going like what is on what is on the track for this year with this project? Yeah, so right now a big focus of mine is to increase the awareness around just the conversation of net worth because I think, you know, there's great programs out there about helping people eliminate debt and yet um sometimes when someone looks at so example, when I filed my four years of taxes, the IRS alone, I owed over $48,000. And so when you look at that and and some people go, my debt is more than I make in a year, that can be so overwhelming. But then if they can look at their net worth where they look at assets minus liabilities and they realize, okay, really my financial identity is not found in just my debt or really that your identity at all is not associated to your finances, then that creates freedom and freedom then creates the energy to go like go take action. I think a lot of people get into analysis paralysis of how the hell do I start because I feel so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. And you feel so bad and then you end up like just keeping it in yes. your heart and yep. then all of a sudden it's coming through your body. You know, mm-hmm. you're getting depressed. There's yep. other things happening health wise yep. mm-hmm. and it's an it's an important subject to yeah. talk about and yeah. get out there. Brene Brown, who is a phenomenal um, motivational speaker, she, she, I went to a conference um, that was covering her material, and they, the first time ever, I learned the difference between guilt and shame. And guilt is associated to your actions. Shame is an identity that you've taken upon yourself. And what I've realized is for women specifically, and this is no, this is no Harvard research, this is just me in my conversations with people, the two things that I find women become um, most shameful about um, beyond their physical body, because I think that's just one that is talked about a lot, is um, if they're able to have children or not, and their family status, and then money. And those three topics, even more so than like career success and all those other things, those three things carry so much weight with women. Yes. Um, Because whether they have, so I have a lot of friends that are stay-at-home moms, right? And so some of them have struggled with the feeling of their only identity is in motherhood and that they don't bring anything financial to the table when the reality is they do a lot financially for their family. Yes, a lot. Their kids were in daycare. How much would that cost? You know, you probably do a lot more than you would if you were working. You know, how do you put a dollar value on some of those things? so that they don't feel guilty sometimes even spending the money that their partner brings home. Yeah, those are that is a really good point because back in the day when I used to be a stay-at-home mom, I remember reading an article probably back in like 2003 on a Parent Magazine that it was equal to if not m- m- not much more um about $70,000 a year for mm 
for a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. Because to be able to cover, you know, um, taking care of the children, you know, as far as clothing, as far as doing the work around the house, as mm-hmm. far as transportation, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. And so I that, that's so profound. Well, and how many stay-at-home moms help with lunches and help with volunteer yeah and like dinners even that like food I know for as a single person when I look at my monthly budget and sometimes you go I ate out how much right and people that have a stay-at-home mom tend to not eat out as much right as people that don't and so there's a huge cost savings there as well yeah most definitely um I have a friend that is Mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom and I am not a stay-at-home mom but Mm -hmm. we are best friends and Mm -hmm. how that has transpired is because we both respect each other yeah. we both respect our roles and so we'll have to have her on here and interview her yeah. um, and we can talk more about that and sh- about her leading the combo in that um, in that realm but the way you lead the conversation in the money mindset is mm-hmm. really inspiring and I'm, I just want to thank you for you know being part of the podcast today and being part of everything I ask you to be a part oh of gosh. you're always saying yes well, I'm and grateful so, for you yeah so I appreciate you so All right, so we are going to end my first podcast here. I am going to take the time to somehow edit and figure out how to launch the podcast and put it on there. But I'm going to give you guys like a sneak peek on my YouTube channel. And so hopefully you guys follow, subscribe, or do whatever you have to do. This is new to me. so I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. This is huge. Yeah, it'll be fun. So, all right, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.